Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the South Bay Show, Manhattan Beach Chamber 360, on November 22nd, 2019. Live, love, laugh, and leave a legacy. That's what we do here in the South Bay of Los Angeles. And it's a beautiful place to do just that. The South Bay Show is brought to you by the Manhattan Beach Chamber of Commerce. The Manhattan Beach Chamber of Commerce has been serving the city of Manhattan Beach for over 60 years, and they are dedicated to promoting a strong local economy by supporting the community, providing valuable business connections, and representing business with government. The Chamber staff is focused on providing its membership with the tools and resources to help businesses grow and thrive within the community. Their goal is to continually support the individual efforts of business as they work to support the growth of the local economy. For more information on how the Manhattan Beach Chamber of Commerce is working with member businesses and the city of Manhattan Beach to support that growth, visit the website at manhattanbeachchamber.com or call 310-545-5313. I'm your host. Joe Terry, and you can read all about our many adventures on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash The South Bay Show. Persistence, passion, principle, and purpose, that's what we talk about here on The South Bay Show. Joining us as co-host, the CEO and president of the Manhattan Beach Chamber, Kelly Stroman, and of course with us because of our great partnership with South Bay by Jackie.com and executive producer of the South Bay Show, Jackie Balestra. Hey, Jackie, Kelly, how are you today? Hey, good morning, Joe. Good morning, Kelly. Good morning. Oh. Oh, did I have the wrong, uh, did I, did I have the wrong (laughs) Kelly, Kelly H, Kelly F? Kelly, I'm sorry. I had the wrong Kelly. I knew this was going to cause issues already this morning, having two Kellys on the show. (laughs) Oh my gosh! I have to do that over again. I was like, "Good you morning, Jackie. Good mm-hmm. morning, Joe. Happy Friday!" It was, you know, I stood up straight. I had my opera voice because Jackie always says that. I was so ready, <laughs> and it was all for nothing. Okay, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Good morning. <laughs> oh, good good morning. morning. Hey, we're humans. It happens. It does. Yes. It does. Occasionally, it does. <laughs> so, Kel. <laughs> Are you going to bring yeah. us up? There's been a lot going on uh, the last week, and there's even more coming up. So uh, bring us up to date with what's going on in, in Manhattan Beach in the chamber. There's a lot going yeah. on, and I, I don't believe we're going to be on air next week, correct? So correct. by the time we are for what time we are back on after Thanksgiving, um, there's so much happening in the next couple of weeks. So, all right, first of all, I have to give a big shout out to downtown Manhattan Beach for their holiday open house. It was Wednesday. Um, Mother Nature graced us with, you know, downpours all day until about 3 p.m. So everybody was freaking out. Everybody was calling, going, it's still on. And I'm like, of course it's on. It's rain or shine. It's like a postman. you got to go. Um, and it ended up being a beautiful night. I don't know if either one of you made it down. But, you know, this is, I mean, they estimate ten to 12,000 people come into downtown Manhattan Beach um, and enjoy the Holiday Open House. And every 
block, every inch of downtown has something going on. So it was quite fun. If you missed it, um, all the stores are decorated. All the windows, not, not all of them, but most of the windows are, you know, are all lit up. Buildings <laughs> are lit up. And you can drive through at nighttime and still kind of see all of it. Um, but just love it. It's a 20, it was the 25th annual Holiday Open House and the 30th annual Pier Lighting. You know, years ago, they were separate events. Years and years ago, year like a long time ago, and then they combined them to one night. And so, of course, um, all the stores are open, welcoming everybody. Have they have entertainment? They have food. They have champagne, whatever. And then at 7 p.m., the mayor always flips that switch, and that you know the cascade of lights go down all the living Christmas trees all the way down to the roundhouse up to the very top. It's such a sight to see, uh, and hear everybody gasp and. And now we're, you know, we officially kick off the holidays. We're everybody in Manhattan Beach is ready, uh, so we're excited. And it was a beautiful night. Um, everybody and worked that is so hard. One, that is one of the most fun nights of the season. Um, I've gone to it several times. I couldn't go this time. I, I had a sick husband I was taking care of. Uh, mm-hmm. But it is such a fun night. And I want to know. It, um, tell us about real quickly about a couple of your favorite. Uh, window de- decorations because that's a big deal. You have the the window decorating contest and and some of the shops just go all out on that every year. They do, and I got to be a window judge this year because I'm no longer in charge mm. of that event. So I got to actually walk around and enjoy it. I was asked to be a window judge, and which is a true rite of passage, you know. And uh, so I I looked at every single window and. Uh, one of, I mean, there was a few standouts. Uh, right Tribe, the funky little store in the alley behind, like, Tree of Turk and, and Coffee Bean, same alley as our guest today. They share the same alley. Um, they had, like, a whole dis- retro disco thing going on, and, and that was kind of fun. Trilogy Spa did their usual, they blow, like, it's snow, but it's, like, bubble, you know, snow off their balcony. And she had all these massive white um, and kind of silver balloons in her window. Very, very, very pretty. And she was taking pictures with what's called Jack Eel like this, a peach light, not pink, not white, but peach colored peach. light. And that uh. peach light, guess what? Makes you look really pretty. Oh, I <laughs> it's, bet. It's very, very forgiving. <laughs> I was like, okay, I like that. I got to take, I need one of those. Yeah, you need to hold it up when you take a picture. Um, so uh, Chandra, you know, told you spa, uh, was having a lot of fun. <laughs> You go down to Manhattan Avenue. Oh my gosh, there were everything from uh, the far end had a, had a lot of food. Um, the, the dentist had uh, like a street taco guy, the same guy that does the farmers market. Whale of a wash. Uh, the, the laundromat and dry cleaner right next to the dentist got in the game, and they were. Um, I, I love that. Cause I don't think they've ever done anything. They were doing little mini pancakes with whipped cream, which was quite oh. a little hit. Very fun. And then mm-hmm. the, the windows down on the other end towards the reindeer, um, Tabula Rasa always goes all out. It was very festive. I, we had Maureen on, I think it was, was it last week or the week before? Last, last uh, her week, window, yeah. yeah, her window was fantastic. It, it looked great. And she had stuff going on. It was just fantastic. Um, next to her was is Nico Kai's surf shop. And he uh, and his wife are very creative artists. And they had this, like, paper – Christmas tree 
you know, I don't not origami, but kind of one dimensional origami style. Um, very, and I, I they made it themselves, which I, I can't really explain it. You have to go see it, but it, it was very clever. Um, Bella Beach kids and teens on the boulevard <laughs> going for the win. They had um, cat, kitty, kitten adoptions. I'm like, oh my gosh, you're going for this serious like win here, pulling on the heartstrings. And then they had a Snoopy, uh, a, a, you know, a living Snoopy in their window. So they had Snoopy and the kittens. Um, there was so many, a water leaf, gorgeous, growing wild. Uh, the florist always stunning, you know, with just big wreaths and flowers all over uh, their windows and doors. So um, everything. I mean, you know, it's so much fun. You walk around, you see people you haven't seen maybe since last year or in years. Um everybody enjoys it. You know, the city helps set up, the police keep us safe and everybody gets to walk around and enjoy whether it's the music, entertainment, the food, or just being with friends. Um, a lot of the stores have, you know, all, they have all their Christmas merchandise out and everything. A lot of them bring in special vendors. So I love it. Um, my um, oldest son who was out of college, he got to join me and, and walk around. I had Carolina who works with me in the office. Uh, it was her first time uh, seeing a Holly open house. And he has not wow. been in several years since he was really young. So it was really fun. You know, I'm like, okay, I know all the ins and outs. Follow me. I'll give you the VIP tour. <laughs> um, so we had fun. <laughs> uh, the weather held out. It was gorgeous. It was just crisp and cool. And, um, you know, it's just it's just a beautiful, fabulous event. So we had we – had I don't know the winner of the window contest. Um, I asked last night somebody, and they still didn't know. I know we used to um, give the beach reporter the scoop on that, and they usually announce it right about today, I think, um, on their digital platforms, and then showcase it next week. Um, I'm not sure. Sometimes there's discrepancies or something, so um, I don't think it's been announced yet. I haven't seen it, but um, maybe our guest might know uh, if, if she's heard any differently. But anywho, so um, a lot of fun, but... Uh, hey, Thanksgiving is around the corner. It's less than a week away. Are you guys thankful? Unbelievable. It's unbelievable. It's like, I don't, I don't know. Sometimes, you know, sometimes these things seem to just, you know, sneak up on you. It's so mm-hmm. weird. We, we talked about this last week. Um, yeah, it's less than a week away. It's, uh, it's, 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 yeah. And then, you know, as you said, you mentioned last week that after Thanksgiving, there's only three weeks of shopping until Christmas. And right. I, mean, I, I I haven't even made my list yet. I got to get on it. <laughs> well, and then okay, let's just let's jump. So first of all, Thanksgiving next Thursday. Um, obviously, whether you're you know cooking at home, eating out, going to friends, need need a hostess gift, need a pumpkin pie, whatever it is. Um, there's so many um, of the restaurants um, and stores, small and large, that you know you can get catering from. You can you can grab a gift. So, you know, don't wait too long. Uh, make those orders now. But uh, gone are the days of, you know, um, getting like a packaged turkey and, and not having gourmet food. I think there's so many options uh, in Manhattan Beach and in the South Bay. So um, make your plans and make that list and order those foods. But um, a week from tomorrow, so and we won't be on next Saturday but or next Friday, a week from tomorrow is small business Saturday. And we have to talk about this because it's such a big deal to all these independent, locally owned, you know, and run businesses. Um, this is a movement that American Express started over 10 years ago that has grown 
nationwide. And it's really a shout out to all the small businesses to support your local businesses. And you know, when you shop local, the money stays in the community. In fact, it exponentially grows because a lot of those small businesses employ local people, kids, sometimes on their first jobs in high school. Um, they give back to the communities in, in big way. All those stores in downtown Manhattan Beach and, and elsewhere, the North End, everywhere, they all are always giving back to the community, whether it's a gift basket, whether it's supporting with, you know, a 5% shopping day or whatever. Um, but Small Business Saturday is you know, a reminder to get out of your house, get off your computer, you know, maybe not the mall, go in, uh, go independent and go to that little bookstore, go to that little gift store, go to that little cafe and support them because it truly makes a big, big, big difference. So we, we can't over, um, you know, overlook that at all. But um, we have a couple other things coming up that I want to mention now, because again, we won't be on next week, but the Sandpipers 27th annual holiday homes tour is like the weekend that we come back. So it's December 6th through 8th. And of course, you know, tickets are available on their website. Many of the Sandpipers um, sell them individually. Um, I think a few retailers, you know, who are Sandpipers or support them, um, you know, sell the tickets, but you can also find them on Eventbrite too. So grab your tickets and then go tour all those, you know, gorgeous homes and support the Sandpipers. They raise money and give scholarships um, to local children. So that's a great cause. And then that same weekend, which is only, so it's only two weeks away, really, is the fireworks. Sunday, yeah. December 8th. Um, I, so I'm mentioning it now, even though it feels like it, it's going to be upon us. So do you know, this is a fun little fact, um, starting in about September, um, this, uh, fireworks, when is fireworks, is the number one hit on our website. People oh, really? love, yes, it's fascinating me parking is pretty much the number one all year round uh and then you know when it, when is the fireworks the fireworks day the fireworks pages are always they just take over it's like the richter scale just goes you know everybody wants to know so uh december 8th downtown manhattan beach is when we have a award-winning holiday fireworks um very 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 cool um now i gotta tell you we we, yeah. we um uh, my husband and i one of his coworkers lives down on one of the walk streets in Manhattan. So they have a big party every year uh, yeah. for the fireworks. Yeah. So, so we go down there, we have some, you know, beverages and bites at the house. And then we all walk down uh, to the, to the, to the strand and, and watch the fireworks. That's a fun, fun, fun night. It is very fun. And um, uh, you know, this is always kind of a mind blowing fact. They do all the crowd estimates with the drones and everything uh, in the greater downtown area. And that's including kind of the five to 10 streets to the North and the South, including those walk streets you're talking about uh, and all the house parties on the strand, on the sand, the crowd estimate is 50,000 people. It's insane. People, it truly, people love, yes. people love their fireworks. You know, Kelly, it's yes, the same with me. My website you know, when I look at my Google Analytics and I do a mm-hmm. say I do a graph for the year, right? And 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 the image comes up with the graph, and it's a little up and down, up and down, up and up and down. The Fourth of July skyrockets yes. every I single know. year. The Fourth of July is is fifty times higher than anything else. It's amazing. You know, you, you know, people you <laughs> yeah. never mess with people's fireworks. It's sacred. No, I know. 
Um, hey, before, before we jump into our guest, I know we're, um, we're about ready to do that. I want to mention what I did last night because I know, Jackie, you particularly will probably love this. Um, I went to the Distinguished Speakers series, and it was um, four-star general John Kelly. Oh. And, um, you know, he was secretary of um, Department of Homeland Security and, of course, chief of staff um, under the, you know, Trump administration. And, um, Wow. What an evening. Of course, Kathy Winterhalter, we had her on the show, remember, a couple of months ago? Yes. Um, yes. She's, you know, she's lovely. Her and her sister um, founded and run the, the speaker series. But uh, General John Kelly was last night. And uh, what an amazing, amazing, graceful, humble, um, solid man. And yeah. Oh, accomplished, yeah. my gosh. And very but very humble. And it really didn't matter. And he talked, you know, of course people ask political questions and what have you. And and he kept uh, reinforcing it doesn't matter what you believe in, who what side, what you believe, you know, this is the way it is. And he kept going down, you know, and balancing the conversation. And I'll go more into that in, in another time. Kind of want to take away from our guests. But I knew you would love that because um, it, it was really a very special evening. So the, spe- um, the speaker was- series is fen- that's a phenomenal that's a phenomenal yeah. event that speaker series yeah yeah it's yeah. really and you had to bring it you had to bring another Kelly into the conversation just to just to confuse me a little more Kelly oh my gosh I didn't even realize that oh my gosh yes. oh my gosh uh, that, we know we need to go to Vegas because yes last night was Kelly 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 and then okay that's a perfect transition go for it <laughs> all right Joe we ready to get this show on the road. <clears throat> I don't know why Joe Joe's not answering me, so I'm going to go right into it. So uh, our guest this oh, morning oh, Kel- is Kelly Haley. Jackie, yes? home yes? is not a place. It's a feeling. Okay. <laughs> Please. All right. That's- Who's our guest? Okay, that's good to know. Okay, our guest this morning is Kelly Haley, owner of Homie in Manhattan Beach. Now, Kelly was born and raised in Manhattan Beach in the 1960s in an original craftsman home built on the corner of Manhattan Avenue, 13th Street. A few years back, it was awarded a historical building certificate from the state of California. Now, the beach, Live Oak Park, and downtown Manhattan Beach were Kelly's playgrounds. After graduating from college, she became a nurse specializing in pediatric brain tumors and worked at Children's Hospital Los Angeles for 29 years. Kelly retired in 2018 and after a few short months of retirement boredom, she pursued a quiet little dream she had of owning a small local restaurant. Now for Kelly, Homie creates a space that celebrates what's best about the community. She can remember a time when Manhattan Beach shop owners knew the local kids' names and even ran tabs for them, a time when neighbors looked out for each other. It's her goal to keep that spirit alive. Now, Homie welcomes people near and far to celebrate the connection that makes us stronger by sharing a good meal, toasting to good times, and gathering people together to be our best selves. Finally, uh, excuse me, family, neighbors, and dear friends have made Homie Kelly's second home. Now, this morning, we're going to take a stroll down Nostalgia Lane and learn how Homie is keeping it real. Welcome to the program, Kelly, with an EY. We're so glad you could join <laughs> us this morning. Thank you. I'm very honored to be on the program with you. And, yes, I know it's going to be slightly difficult to do two Kellys. Um, I'll hesitate, and I'll let Kelly Stroman go first, just in case it's meant for her. But I do Let's really go. appreciate you asking me to be on the show. I, um, Manhattan Beach yep. is my place. It's Joe's job to keep everything straight today. So, Joe, oh, you, you, good luck, Joe. I'm, yeah. I'm going to try. 
try, but but Kelly, uh, I think the first thing, uh, by far, the first thing is, is it home is not a place, it's a feeling? Yes. <clears throat> when um says it is a banner over our, um, I guess you'd call it the west wall. It's probably if you're standing in the restaurant and you're looking towards the beach, there's um, a wall above the French doors, and it actually says "Homey" is a place. Excuse Homey. me, is not a place. It's a feeling. Um, I've tried to use the word "homey" numerous times in physically inside our space, and then in all of my uh, social media and advertising. I find the word. Um, to have a lot of fun and different meanings for people, and it speaks to me. So, yes, it's homey. It's not a place. It's a feeling. And I get a lot uh, of people to photograph it and, and post it. I don't, it seems to be the big hit. It, it it is it is pretty special, and I I think the location that 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 you're in between current events and <laughs> uh, the the kettle is is a place that anyone who grew up in the South Bay, our kids grew up in the South Bay, this location is so special. Tell us a little bit about that, because that that location has a lot of history. It has a ton of history. Um, I was, as Kelly Stroman mentioned, um, was born and raised here in Manhattan Beach, single mom who uh, was a flight attendant and back east and her dream was to live by the beach in California so she packed my sister up um, and I in a car and drove out um, bought the house down by beautiful craftsman down by the beach restored it and uh, and then worked and worked and worked to uh, create a life for us back in the 70s we were pretty free to roam around and um, just at this space and then across the street one door to the west uh, where Magpie used to be. It's now called Musette. That was an auto parts store and this was an auto garage and Hmm. vertically going up the alley were the different auto bays and it was pretty busy. Obviously all men and lots of noise and I would uh, often walk up to the market which is now Vaughn's to get groceries for my mom and um, I was told not to walk in the alley. There was a lot of uh, commotion. My mom would say, you stay away from there. Uh, that's man's territory. And so I was relegated <laughs> to walk up Manhattan Beach Boulevard, but it was iconic. It's it, There was a gas station uh, on the corner of Manhattan Beach Boulevard Man, and uh, Highland, but the, everything you right. needed was in town, auto parts, auto garage, gas station. And so it thrived for years and years and years. And then uh, it, it slowly, first the auto parts store went out of business, and then the garage started to <clears throat> diminish each that he took away one space at a time. The man who owns the building is still here, and in fact, uh, he restores cars just next door to me in the last part of the garage. He only works on Ford Broncos and Corvettes. Those are his specialty. He's a mm-hmm. wonderful man. And so he opened this space up to be different. Uh, re- it's zoned for retail restaurant mix. Um, Mm -hmm. A number of restaurants have been in here, and whether by personal choice or just the business economy, they haven't necessarily lasted. 
So this building has an interesting reputation. I I believe that the building, it's not the building's cursed. It just wasn't the right fit for Manhattan all these years. Mm-hmm. And then I had an idea mm-hmm. that a cafe might be a good ad. So mm-hmm. that's, uh, yeah, so moving forward by about, oh, my goodness, I'll be about 50 years. That's the story of this space. It's, it's uh, there's something about what you guys do. And it includes not just the banner. Homey is not a place. It's a feeling. It includes the whole attitude of the place. And I want you to talk about the dogs of Homey. <laughs> the dogs. I would, I'm going to just lead into that by telling you this is the sweetest thing ever. The first week that we opened, I can't actually remember the the day, but we opened on May 13th of 2018. So with, and that was a Monday. So within the first couple of days of the week, I was <clears throat> here in the morning and we opened at seven and a gal came in. Uh, I'm assuming she was a professional dog walker. She had seven or eight dogs with her all on their leashes. And she came in to get a cup of coffee. I was the only person here other than my kitchen staff and we were just mm. getting everything ready. And for the first time and the only time since then, the human-to-dog ratio was more dogs than people. <laughs> and I thought, <laughs> oh, this is so sweet. I just love this. And and right away I knew, oh, my gosh, I need to have dog biscuits. I need to – I'm going to welcome dogs into the – Establishment. I need to have a treat for them. And that took off. The dog bowl and the dog water took off. I looked into the rules with the health department. I um, specifically looked for any written rules. I spoke to my health inspector and um, I <clears throat> found out that, yes, indeed, dogs can be on the premises. They have to have a, pur- a purpose. They do have to be um, uh, a I guess you could say in a, some type mm. of assistance. We all find that our dogs are of emotional value to us. They have to be well-behaved. Mm-hmm. They can't be on the furniture. Uh, and they mm-hmm. certainly can't be causing a ruckus. So uh, we mm-hmm. have had zero problems. No I've had ruckus. people argue and not dogs. But, yes, it has a feel to it. I think people <laughs> come out um, nowadays with their dogs quite regularly and they want to take their dogs with them, and they know their dog. They know if their dog can handle being in public, and they don't want to leave their furry friend home. So we have become a very regular place to bring your dog. Um, I knew that I'm a dog lover. I knew that I wanted to be able to bring my dog. Um, It's turned out that he's a little bit too distracting for me, so I don't bring him very much anymore. But uh, I would say at any given Mm -hmm. time there's anywhere from one to ten dogs in here, and never a problem. People Mm -hmm. love it. So when Mm -hmm. I had my front, I had my front door painted when I first opened, and it said our hours, and then and painted in permanent paint, and I realized that our hours would change with the seasons. So I had the hours taken off, and uh, I have the biggest thing on the door, bigger than our logo, says we are dog friendly, and it has a giant paw Mm -hmm. on it. So I'm I'm all Mm -hmm. about the dog, and uh, I think I'm in a small group of restaurants in town. That no, has absolutely. The okay to the dog. That, absolutely, you know, it's I think inter- you're not unique, but it's special. 
Yeah, Jackie. it does. It feels special. Well, there are whole there are whole guides to dog friendly businesses now. I mean, that's a whole yeah. that's a whole industry. You no, know, there absolutely uh, is. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, hotels and motels you can stay with at your dog. Oh, stores yeah. that welcome dogs, uh, uh, you know, events that welcome dogs, uh, shops, re- you know, restaurants, all sorts. I mean, that's that's a big deal. Well, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hide this. It's a money maker. People come in here because they can bring their dog. I'm not right. <clears throat> hiding that either. Years ago, I went to a hotel in Santa Barbara. I will go ahead and give them a shout out. It's a chain called the Clempton. And I, I am not making this up. Beautiful room. Dog got to come with me. There was a dog room service menu. And in the back of my mind, I said, that is something I would recreate if I ever had a chance. Now, I don't have a dog mm. menu, so, and I never will. <laughs> Although I've been asked yeah. to have a dog menu, I'm not going that far. But I'll never forget it. I ordered my dog room service. Yeah, Rocket right. Brews has a dog right. menu. Rocket You're has kidding. A dog menu. No, they have a dog Uh-oh. menu with, with food and, and doggy beer. They have a couple of different mm-hmm. flavors of doggy beer, and then they have a, the dog menu. It's a separate Uh-oh. menu. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm moving up the chain now. Yeah, no, you, <laughs> Okay, the competition's on. You go to the patio with your dog, and when you sit down, they bring the human menu and the dog menu. Yeah, we brought our dogs there many, many, many times. No one has ever no. told no. me that. I'm so happy. Oh, I'm no, so Kelly, glad I, Kelly, I what share you gonna information. Do, you're going to create a, a traffic jam on... Uh, <laughs> Uh, Highland, and uh, then we're going to have to call in the the police and and just you know have you know. Oh, I love uh, the police. Please call them in. (laughs) (laughs) I do, and I was going to throw them out there too. They're so dang handsome and so nice. The firemen in our town. Oh my goodness, they could spend the whole day here. I would be happy, 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 happy. (laughs) And wonderful guys. I'm not joking. It has nothing to do with the the firemen. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Joe. What? Oh, no, no, I'm go sorry. Ahead. I was just going to, I was going to refer to our 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 show of yesterday, um, talking with uh, John Grant, uh, city councilman from Redondo Beach. Um, they're going through the process of deciding whether to, you know, uh, contract with uh, mm-hmm. county uh, fire, and Manhattan Beach has decided against it. So Manhattan yeah, Beach I is going to stay local. Yeah. And I think that's a, a lot of people happy. I've heard yeah, that. If, I mean, if, if I, Hermosa Beach could have done it, they would have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Go on, Kelly. Well, Hermosa Showman. was the first one to adopt it, and they had the smallest, you know, um, they had the smallest it, it was, amount of resources they had to. And, and budget. But, um, right. uh, you know, and then subsequently Redondo and Manhattan Beach and El Segundo started considering it. And this has been going on for a couple of years, and the residents in Manhattan Beach um, spoke up and kept talking and kept reaching out to the city council, letting them know how they feel. And finally, that just happened a couple of weeks or uh, in the last month, um, city council finally right. said, okay, we've, we've heard you. We are not continuing with, you know, the fire study. Uh, we're staying put. And I, I think you could have heard, you know, the whole town kind of clapping and applauding. I don't know anybody who doesn't love our right. firemen. And we're firemen paramedics. So our entire town, every fireman is a paramedic, which makes them even more handsome and special. So um, <laughs> <laughs> 
we love our um, firemen. And Kelly, homie Kelly, our homegirl Kelly, um, <laughs> you know, she's on the alley there, too. She faces Highland, but then she opens up to the alley. So she has the fortunate, right. um, probably <laughs> daily, you know, mm-hmm. firemen and, and policemen. Uh, in the summertime, maybe a few lifeguards trickle in, but um, yep. we uh, and our police department too—they're all fantastic. Can't say enough about all of them. It—that's it, that is something that Kelly, I think that Homie really brings to that space and that place. Um, that uh, you know, current events has a wonderful. Uh, position, I think, in terms of commerce and and news, I I can't imagine that function going away anytime soon. And then, of course, you know, uh, on the other uh, side of you, there, uh-huh. I think, uh, you're just in a place where people think this is the way it should be. This is the place I want to come. And now, if you're going to have doggy beer, uh, <laughs> oh. Oh my God! <laughs> I didn't actually know dogs could drink beer. I'm, I'm I've been sitting here uh, penning no. down a few things oh, like oh, we're chatting oh, about, oh. and it's all, well, the whole uh, well, page is about dogs. It's called doggy beer, but I think it's actually more like chicken broth and beef broth. But they call Which it doggy the, beer. Yeah. Oh, I, I'm yeah. I'm already okay. my blue no, brain no, spinning. No, not. Can we just Not say don't give your dog don't give your dog real adult <laughs> now we have to do a disclaimer to the show. Oh, right. I'm just gonna say that. Yeah, I do want to say because, because I have I have first hand knowledge on that, um, at a high school party, uh when I was uh, in high school many, many, many moons ago. It was um uh-oh. yes. Uh, and so, yes, it was underage. I'll just say that. But uh, one of my friends gave our one of our dogs beer in their dog dish because they thought that would be funny. And, uh, it, yeah, it, it, you know, it depends on how you define funny. But don't yep. give your dog adult beer. I'm just going to say it. Yeah. No, yeah, no, it's, it, it, yeah, it's not, it's not actual alcohol. There's no alcohol content in, in yeah. what Rock and Brews has. But, but they, no, they no. buy, it's bottled. It's it's bottles. It's, so it's, it's in a beer so bottle, cute. and they and they serve it to you with a doggy bowl, and you pour it in the doggy bowl, and 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 the dogs lap it up, lap it up. They love it. They absolutely so love sweet. it. Sweet. Yeah. Hey, listen, Joe. Listen, Joe. Let's do let's yeah. do a station break real quick, and when we come back, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go down another veer off another area here. Wonderful, wonderful. Yeah. Um, this this kind of show ladies and gentlemen this kind of media this kind of hyper local media you cannot find anywhere else you're listening to the south bay show we come to you every thursday morning at 8 a.m and every friday morning at 8 a.m uh live uh thursday mornings it's uh south bay spotlight we spotlight a a restaurant or a cultural event or local uh, uh, happenings, uh, city councilmen, and so forth uh, throughout the South Bay. And then on Fridays, we're thrilled to be sponsored by the Manhattan Beach Chamber for Manhattan Beach Chamber 360. Every Friday, we bring you all those same elements that we bring to you on Thursday, but with a focus on Manhattan Beach and, of course, a focus on Manhattan Beach Chamber members. This is Hyper local media. Join us. Share this with your friends and family. Um, it, it it allows you to share things with 
the people that you know and see every day that matter. Uh, that's what hyperlocal media does. So now, Jackie, what are we going to talk about? Okay, so, you know, in the intro um, that I read, uh, Kelly, Kelly had mentioned that a time when Manhattan Beach shop owners knew local kids' names and even ran tabs for them, a time when neighbors looked out for each other. And then when she was first chatting, she mentioned, you know, back in the 70s how, you know, she, was, she and her friends were free to roam around. Um, you know, it's so interesting, Kelly, because I think we've all had the same experiences in the places we grew up in the 60s, 70s. Um, and, and things have changed so much. You know, it's interesting because back then the world was a much more dangerous place, uh, not just on the not just on the world stage, but locally. You know what I mean? I mean, you know, kids got kidnapped off the street. You know, th- bad things happen a lot. But, it, you know, all those crime numbers are way down. It's a much safer place today um, mm-hmm. in most places in this country. Not Chicago. Sorry, Joe. But anyway. Um, yeah. Uh, so, so how how do you – how do you work? Because you, you you said that you're trying to recreate that area you grew up in. As we know, everything changes, and and we all miss it. You know, you know, back in the '60s and '70s, we roamed around. We were like street urchins. You know, um, you know, we we were out until it, it got dark and we had to be home for dinner. Um, so, but that's that's changed. You don't necessarily see kids doing that anymore how how are you trying to bring back that particular aspect of, uh, of that, that's a great question I, I do have some thoughts on um exactly what you're talking about yes we definitely grew up that way here um i have a second home in gettysburg pennsylvania and that is still um, to a certain degree, a, a lifestyle that's option, you know, it's an option that kids play outside and they don't worry so much. But um, I like to think that Manhattan Beach is maybe coming a full circle on that. I see kids outside playing all the time. And perhaps we're, it's a lot of it's the weather. Um, it's it's the definitely the affluence of the area. I mean, your mom probably is home maybe she's not working and your dad's at work and so or you have a nanny or whatnot but there's kids everywhere outside of Manhattan Beach and um, so while I used to ride my bike or walk or go anywhere and only had to be home by the time it was dark and in fact um, my mom had a little flag that she would put up when it meant that it was time to come home if it wasn't dark yet I could see it from the beach Um, and and that was understood by everybody. Um, what, what's interesting to me, though, is a lot of kids come here now, I will say like middle school and high school, to study in the afternoon. They don't have anybody with them, and they don't have a way to get here. But they come on their own, and they usually order French fries, which is darling, and uh, cappuccinos and French fries. That's their meal. <laughs> it's very cute. Um and then also in the summertime I decided last year, and I did it again this past year, was to run tabs for junior lifeguard kids. Um, I often knew the mom or the dad. And if I could have your parents' credit card on file, you could just run a tab, um, that, meaning that you'd never really have to carry money or a debit card or anything like that. It worked out completely fine. Well, on top of that, I gave away free lemonade for anybody who was in a junior lifeguard uniform just trying to pay it forward a little bit, trying to 
to create that feeling of kids could be her sandy feet and hungry and it wouldn't be a problem mm-hmm. for me at all and I explained mm-hmm. that to my employees. It, it's it's actually worked in my favor. Many adults ask if they can run a tab, but it's kind of kid exclusive stuff. But seriously, I remember mm-hmm. the Manhattan Grocery, um, we had one of those for my sister and I mm-hmm. because we didn't have money and my mom would be at work and we did want to go and get something to eat without having to uh, borrow or, you know, break into our own allowance. But I do see a lot of kids. I see kids at Metlock's Plaza on Friday nights. I see kids riding their bike to Live Oak Park. So I think we're super fortunate. And, yeah, in a time when a lot of people spend time indoors or online or whatnot, or or parents are afraid for their kids, I, I feel like we're super lucky here in this community. We jokingly call it the bubble, but it is a bubble. It's, it's a fantastic no bubble. Right. Um, <laughs> and, uh, um, you know, I have to speak to my the neighbors that are here in locally next to me, first and foremost, the Kettle, and then uh, and also Simsies. Man, when I first opened, I had no business uh, running this place. I didn't know all the tens of thousands of little nuts and bolts that would go into opening a restaurant. And those guys bent over backwards to loan stuff to me, to answer questions, to help me. And it just it just started to grow organically, this whole community thing. We weren't competition. They were they were so excited if I would thrive. Um, love and salt, um uh Hennessy's and then even Shark's Cove before they closed. If you ran out of something, you just went to somebody else's kitchen and got it. If you needed Mm -hmm. tomatoes, your avocados, you just went to one of the restaurants and got it, meaning me. Um, And that was, uh, that was normal. So I like that feeling in this town. I think it's, um, I think it's coming back. I really do. You know, we've always said that about on this show, Joe, how many times have we mentioned it over the years about Mm -hmm. there's there's something in the water in the South Bay because Mm -hmm. people that you would think would be natural like foes, like if you have one restaurant and somebody's opening up next to you another mm-hmm. restaurant, you you, you know, and, and and just about every place else, it's it's it you're you know it's 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 enemies, you know. Mm-hmm. You're trying to take away my business and the, but here, and it's across the board. It's not just restaurants; it's across the board. Everybody s- seems mm-hmm. to support everybody else. I mean, we see it time and time again, don't we, Joe? Well, if, yeah, if you think do. about it, it makes sense. If we promote each other, more people come to Manhattan Beach. Right. More people come right. to Manhattan Beach, we do more business. So it go. makes perfect mm-hmm. sense. There isn't sure there's competition, but there isn't this feeling of like, oh no, they're going. Like I don't worry about the line out the kettle of the kettle door. I don't worry about it. I'm happy for them um, because I have my own vibe going here, and I get my own line out the door. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, no, it's great. No, we've we've recognized that all the years we've been doing this. It's amazing how many of our guests come on, uh, business owners that talk so graciously about who who in effect are their competition. Yeah. You know, but 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 they're not. You know, they don't they don't treat it as such. And you're right. Uh, what's the what's the saying? Uh, uh, a high tide lifts all. What, what, Joe, you're you're the good one with the adage. The, the That's high it. tide lifts all boats. High or, tide what is it? Yeah, that's right. That's it. High tide floats boats. That's so great. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, my whole reason for I do, do you guys know uh, who inspired me to open this restaurant? Have we ever told anybody know that no. story? No. Not like no. this no. Is a contest. No. Um 
So when I was growing up, Ron Guidone, who owns Manjamo, um, at one point opened Talia's, where Fishing with Dynamite is. He actually owns that beautiful old building there. And um, he opened a deli, and I lived a block and a half away, and I marched down there when I was 14 and said, I want a job. And he looked at me and he said, I think he must have thought I was 12 years old. And um, he laughed and he said, well, what can you do? And I said, I can do anything. And he says, do you have a bike? And I was like, yeah. He goes, okay, you can deliver sandwiches. So, and it was a deli. It wasn't a sit-down restaurant. So I had a bike, a Strand Cruiser with a basket, and I delivered sandwiches. And that lasted Mm -hmm. for as long as. As the deli was going, Ron started to remodel. He did a restaurant. They had a terrible fire. It burned down. Um, I went on to other jobs. And then I came back when he it was completely rebuilt, and it was a beautiful little restaurant. And I started as a hostess, became a waitress, became the manager. He opened Manjamo. I did the same thing there. And then, uh, and always in the back of my mind, I loved it. Now, granted, I didn't own it, so I didn't know how much work goes into it, but I grew very close to the Guidon family, and in fact, he married a girlfriend of mine, and I've stayed close to them over the years. So when this happened, I and I this was written in some article that was um, done about the restaurant, is that Ron Guidon was my inspiration, and uh, Ron mm-hmm. Guidon was the one who taught me the restaurant business, and to this day, he comes in here and or I go to Manjamo and uh, we just we pick up totally naturally. I just enjoy talking to him and getting his advice. So again, a local uh, attachment that came so easy, and I've been so supported by him. Full mm-hmm. circle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, full circle. Fantastic. There you go. Um, there is something very special about what you do, Kelly. Um, do you have any advice for other businesses in the Manhattan Beach Chamber space that I guess, you know, you're pretty unique. I mean, it's yeah. not just a restaurant. It's, 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 it's something else. It's, you have a lot of history here. Yeah, I do. I, I think that some of the things that I learned, um, I didn't, some of the things that I didn't anticipate, but ended up being, um, a blessing in disguise. First they were a headache and then they turned out to be perfect. Um, this space was very limited in what it, the capacity that it could handle. Uh, number one, the kitchen is tiny and we have no freezer. And I don't think I realized uh, that you need a freezer in the restaurant business um, or you need to have purveyors that will deliver food to you every single day. And then that means that nothing can be frozen. So mm-hmm. with that limitation, I first freaked out. And then I said, no, wait a minute. I can do this. I can get local fresh produce. I can get a local bakery. I can use Manhattan meats. And I can do this. And the restaurant just got busier and busier and busier. And the food it just speaks for itself. It is fresh. I can stand behind that. There are delivery trucks in the alley every day, and we open up our garage doors, and in comes all of this beautiful stuff. The bread is warm in the morning, and we have an open account mm-hmm. at Manhattan Meats where we can uh, back and forth there every day. 
Um, I use a fantastic organic fresh produce every single day. So I would say to anybody who's who's opening uh, maybe a restaurant, I don't know as much about retail, if you think you're limited, just think outside of the box. There has got to be a way to figure it out. Um, because it, uh, this, w- as I said, was first a headache, and then it ended up being the smartest thing ever, is mm-hmm. to figure out a way, figure out something that is good about the fact that you don't have a freezer. Um, and mm-hmm. then I think the other thing is, is I just make, I, I act very natural in here. I don't put on a front. I'm not... Um, it's, uh, I'm not moody, but at the same time, we all have good and bad days. But I try to care about the people that come here. I try to remember their name. Um, I, I listen to them when they talk to me. My employees are the exact same way because I can get a feel when I interview somebody. One, I really like them to be from around here. Um, one, uh, The most obvious thing is because there's no place to park, so I hope you're riding your bike here. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Seriously, my poor employees, I, 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 it's amazing they make it to work on time, but literally most of them walk or bike. Um, but I can get a feel for somebody right away. If they're going to like this laid-back kind of feel, if they're going to be able to remember the story about why this place is a little bit different than the other places in town, um, you can ask for any modification you want in here. If we have the ingredients, we can make it. Um you can have a meeting here. You can have a party here. You can sit by yourself and read all day here. And I, my employees totally speak that language. So I've, that's mm. the thing that I would also advise is your people. The people who are my face really have to speak what I want them to, and they do it flawlessly. Mm-hmm. You know, Kelly, mm-hmm. i got to tell you, that you, you just hit on it. You know, it's, a, it's amazing to me, you know – I just went, uh, I think it was Monday night, to the opening of uh, the Bruce Hall, uh, which mm-hmm. is uh, this Mike group and a couple yeah. other people. Yeah. And, you know, the moment you walk in, the staff was so insanely friendly and helpful mm-hmm. and nice. You know, and, and, and that's across all the Zissos properties. You know, I, I've been to exactly. all of them, and, and that's support. And that will make all the difference in the world, only because I have such – bad experiences over such bad experiences over the years particularly in resort towns um where the the, the staff is just they're, they're not friendly they're not necessarily polite they may not be very good at their job uh i i've i've seen it so many places and 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 to come home to the south bay you know after a trip and to get that Hey, how are you? You know, they embrace you, and 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 they're just so nice. And you don't get that every place. And you're right; you have to have a feel mm. for people. Mm. You know, when you're hiring. But mm-hmm. have have mm. Joe Kelly? Have have you outside of the South Bay? Do you do you ex- experience that, uh, <laughs> or do you notice it when you're in the South Bay and and when you go elsewhere? Oh, absolutely. It's kind of one of those the little mantras that I live by is I can get through an okay meal. I cannot get through crappy service. Uh, It drives me bonkers. Mm -hmm. It isn't rocket science. Be nice. Be decently qualified to do your job. Care about what's going on with the person's table that 
that you're seated at? Do they need water? Do they like their meal? Um, any, mm-hmm. Anything going on with them? Make small talk, but don't bug them. Um, I just don't think that that's that hard, but people um, often services their second job, they're pursuing something else. Maybe they um, don't care about going out to dinner, but I do. It's an occasion for me. And the least that you can do is be pleasant while you're doing it. Um, But it, it is a, it is, how can I say this? It's not the automatic for people in this business it is you have to find mm-hmm. the right kind of service people and you'd think oh anybody mm-hmm. could be a waiter or a waitress um but again i the south bay manhattan beach in particular um has just nailed it we have a couple of huge restaurant purveyors mike sims and mike Zisless, and they run tight ships but friendly ships it you yeah. feel good when mm-hmm. you're in there you know you're going to be taken care of um, now their food's fantastic, but like I said, I could even forgive mm-hmm. um, something that isn't ab- isn't flawless dinner if the server is respectful and friendly. I I, I totally get it. Mm-hmm. You know, I learned how to talk to people. Um, one of the jobs that I've had uh, after I left Manjama was um, it's a little known secret. I was the first girl bartender ever at Urkeley's, and I learned how to to be a bartender to an entire full bar that and you've all been there, you know how full it gets all by myself Mm -hmm. and grill burgers while the owner stood in the corner and watched the horse races on the TV, which was completely (laughs) fine. He would do anything I asked him, but in general he didn't offer. And I learned how to make conversation and stay busy and do my job, Mm -hmm. but at the same time be friendly to everybody and it isn't that hard. It is. It, you just have to. It has to come from within, though. And um, made great money. Made a lot of great friends. I loved that job. I eventually left it because I had to be a nurse. I had a nursing license that I wasn't using. So finally, I said, "Okay, I'll go be a nurse." But <laughs> reluctantly, <laughs> I loved her, police. I loved the work. I loved the pace. I thought it was a blast to be in there and be the only girl um, behind that bar. It was an honor. But I, I learned service, that's for sure. Kelly, can I let mm. you in on a, a, a little secret that sure. I'm sure even John and Kelly Stroman don't know. But seriously, it's my dream to one day be a bartender. I, <laughs> I, would, love to be, I would love to be what? a bartender. I'm not kidding. We I have to make that happen that. somehow. I would love, and, and, <laughs> and you know, what? I I would particularly love to work the morning shift. Uh, you know, uh, there's something about a bar in the morning. Uh, I, I mean, I, a lot of times, you know, if I'm, I just feel like I need to get out of my house or something. I'll go down to Hennessy's in the morning, mm-hmm. and and I'll I'll order I'll order you know an egg sandwich and a cup of tea, and I just love sitting at the bar, mm-hmm. like reading the paper. In the morning out. And well, I will tell in. you that when I started working at Hercules, obviously no training to work in there. Uh, you just had to do it right. There was no options with Gary Moore, rest in peace. Uh, he told me the most important thing you do to start your day is you make coffee. You put on all of the TVs, but most of them on horse racing. You uh, don't chit-chat because every man in there is drinking coffee, possibly with a shot of Jameson's, possibly not, reading the racing forms, and they don't want to make small talk. 
So you, that's all you need to do. That's mm. the most important thing to open the bar in the morning. Make coffee and leave mm. everybody alone. And it was so <laughs> fun. I used to get the biggest laugh at is the door would unlock and in they'd come. Couldn't be nicer. Mm. Couldn't be easier, and that was all they wanted. And then obviously the business changed as the day went on. But the mornings—it's cute that you say the mornings. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't. I, it's always appealed to me. It has always appealed to me. One of these days, I'm going to do it. One of these days, we have days, to find your spot. Wow. Yeah, I'm going. Wow. I, I, see, Joe, Joe Kelly. I bet you didn't know that yeah. about me. Yeah. Um, I didn't Kelly, know that about you. Kelly actually, Stroman. I kind of have the same. I kind of have the same. Um, Secret wish too. I've always wanted to be a bartender too, Jackie. It's so funny you say that because and I think it's the social nature of us and the conversation. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. I think we should be celebrity, or we're not really celebrities, but like you know, whatever, local, whatever people. Um, bar- guest like, bartenders. Guest, 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 That's what guest you should be. I would love to be yeah. a guest bartender yeah. one night. Yeah. Yes. Yes, I could totally yeah. be into that. If anybody, okay, anybody listening, if you're looking for guest bartenders, <laughs> Kelly and I are looking to throw our hat in the ring. Uh, I, 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 yeah, no, that's that's one of my things. It's been in the back of my head for a long, long time. Um, and one of these days, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna walk into Hennessy's one of these days and just say, I don't know the first thing about it, but I want to do it. You know, uh, you know. Right. Yeah, yeah. Kelly Stroman. Kelly Stroman. I. I have something yes. for you, Kelly Stroman. Every time this happens, it uh, it I it strikes me like lightning, and I know that it's the right thing. You should explore the option of having a some kind of a master class in local restaurant retail, and have Kelly and Mike and Mike Mike Zisless Mike Sims. Uh, just talk about what it takes to run a business, to start a business. Everybody in the chamber would benefit from it. I'm not sure how it could be arranged, but I know everyone would benefit. Yeah, that's a great idea. Um, it could easily be arranged. And, we, you know, we do entrepreneurial talks, but I think an entrepreneurial restaurant, dining type of um, category talk with um, with our homie, homegirl Kelly, that Kelly, uh, With our homie. Would, yeah. be, would be a lot of fun. Yeah, I agree. We're going to make that happen. <laughs> and girl. when people talk about Mike Zisless, Jackie, Jackie and Kelly, you know, I'm sure Kelly, uh, 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 Haley, you know, Mike Zisless, the people that work for him love working there. If they have a problem, they know they can talk to anyone they can talk to Mike and the problem will be resolved. Hey, maybe, you know, it's a situation where it's not working out for you and you need to look for something else, but we're not going to let the problem linger. We're not, is it extra pay? Is it flexibility in hours? Whatever it is, the problem is going to be solved to everyone's satisfaction. Let me, let, um, let me tell I, you something, Joe. Let me tell you something, Joe. Monday night, uh, I told you I went to the grand opening of the Bruce Hall. Uh, this is this right. is typical. This is typical of Mike Z- Michael Zisles. Um The place was packed, and 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 right. he, a couple of his partners are, are celebrities. He has George Lopez and Colin Coward right. and uh, Dave Ferrano, right. you know. And uh, the place was packed, and I was there with my photographer Gloria, 
and I wanted to get a picture of all the owners. And I'm looking around, and they are literally at the four separate corners of of this giant room. Mm-hmm. And and Mike mm-hmm. came by, and I said, "Is there any chance that we can get the four of you together so we can get a picture?" He said, give me a minute. Right. And so, help me God, within three minutes, he gathered them all together, and he said, Jackie needs a picture. And, of course, you know, the other 50,000 photographers came over and took their pictures. But, uh, right. yeah, no, he just he just made it happen. So, you know, that, that's he how it works. He makes it happen. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's not rocket science, as Kelly Haley says. It's service. It's, yeah. it's simple. It's And it's it comes real. from within. That's that's the key. It comes from yes. within, which is what Kelly, uh, our other Kelly, Kelly Holmes. We, we home have just Kelly been says. treated to a Kelly <laughs> We have just been treated to a master class in local restaurant initiation and management uh, by Kelly Haley, owner of Homie in Manhattan Beach. Kelly Haley, thank you so much for joining us today. Oh, it's such a pleasure. It's fun. It's a lot of fun to be on the phone with the three of you and uh, do this interview. Um, I'm obviously passionate about it, and uh, you guys are interested in learning more about our members, and I'd do this anytime. Well, we're going to come in and see Homie Kelly. Yeah, right. No, I I'm always here. Think that, <laughs> yeah, I I don't I don't I don't I don't think it it goes without saying though, Kelly. This show, this one little hour of audio, could be used by restaurant owners and restaurant owners to be wannabes all over the country, and it can be shared with them because it is this thing this hyper-local media thing that can be sent around via email. It's so valuable. You're, you're the reason we do this. You're the reason we love what we do. Thank you so much. Um, she's a winner, Kelly Stroman. She's a winner. Thank you. That's right. She is a winner. Winner, <laughs> winner, chicken, dip, turkey dinner. Winner, winner, turkey dinner. Um, happy Thanksgiving, oh. everybody. Um, I... I you know, appreciate Happy all of you. Oh, yeah, that's right. We're not going to be back. We're thankful, uh, Jackie. Um, we're not going to be back next week. Uh, Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Enjoy. All right. Thank you, guys. I'm thankful yeah. for everything that's going my way. So have a great Thursday, and and then anytime you want me back, I'll be there. All right. Wonderful. Wonderful. I think we'll just uh, find, you know, the neighbor's dog and come and visit you. That's what we're going to do. <laughs> Bring you, it. Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, everybody. Have a fantastic Thanksgiving.